Girlfriends.com, and we've got a great show for you today. I'm sitting here. We've got our producer back. Yay! Yay! We Jeff missed you, back, man. And Jeff is in the house, in the what? seat, and boy, does that take the technology away from us? So and that's it also great. takes the. It gives me a little brain confidence as well. A little <laughs> that's brain, right. little brain. That's boost. right. It gives us. So we're energized. I'm sitting here with Whitney Lasky. Hi. I'm Shauna Montgomery, and my sister, Shelly MacArthur, is off in India. Have, which... you, have you seen any of those Facebook pictures? Yes, I did see the My sister's in India with her husband, Bill, and they are doing a really fabulous spiritual trip with Deepak Chopra, and she has put some things on Facebook also, which we will try to get on our website. I will put them on, yeah. Yeah, and um, they have just done a magical journey on relationships and um, I think there's Goldie Hawn is along on the trip oh wow and there's probably about 30 people um, and she just says it's just a real mind blower so we are looking forward to her coming back and sharing her experiences but I'm going on to some lighter stuff because, because I, she's not here yeah baby <laughs> I can say whatever I want. <laughs> Yay! You can anyway, swear as much as you want. That's right. Well, I gave it up for Lent. Ah, son of a. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, gave, bitch. Really? Yeah. For all my Catholic friends out there, I went and I took my kids. We had ashes, and what it is, you go up to the priest, and the priest reminds you, you are dust, and you shall return to dust. And I walked out of the church, and I thought, all this stuff material stuff is nothing we're dust and we will return to dust dust in the wind but during the wind, Lent what you do is you give up and you just be you know you fast and you be do 40, something 40 better. days of misery and 40 nights and number one I gave up swearing number two I gave up carbs number three I gave up <laughs> sugar as in sweets and candy which is and number awful. four I so gave, hard I I decided to be really nice to a person that works with me in my house instead of dictating orders. I'm being really like, oh, could you please? Wow, I'm let being, me know how that works mm -hmm, out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Wow. Anyway, Whitney, yes, I wanted to know from you because you know how you and I dissect everything. Yes. What you thought. We are the, the bionic women. The Sports Illustrated cover. I am repulsed by it. Interesting. I'm turned on by it. In a sexual way? Um, or I not like motivate you to work out way. Uh, this, this, both. this, <laughs> and Jeff chimes in both. Well, of course, boner Jeff down there. Woo -hoo. I've got, I, I'm the table showing, just rose. We, we, I've gotten a large picture of um, the cover and there's been a lot of controversy in the press. They feel that the bikini bottom is a little low and it's kind of showing the mound of her lower region. Here's the thing. I mean, we were the against Dove Charney and this whole, you know, American Apparel stuff. And now, um, why are we for, you know, obviously she's got somebody who's doing a brilliant wax, unless it's like Photoshop. I don't know. But, um, you know, I saw an interview with her. What's her name? Hannah Davis? Is that That's it? That's right. 
and she's dating some baseball player. What's his name? The guy from New York that just retired. Exactly. Derek Jeter. Exactly. Good and, girl. Um, You're up. And, uh, pulled that right out of I don't know where. And uh, she said that it's all about the torso. Well, I think when you're in the photo shoot and someone's telling you, you know, lower or higher or sexier or whatever, I think it happened. But I think the reason that it's brought so much controversy out makes it sell more copies. Oh, well, absolutely. As the old saying goes, the absolutely. more you're talked about, sure. you know, the more you're in right. the... But I, I found it to be... Kind of sexy. Kind of sexy. Um, I, I mean, do she's think got, it's a, a beautiful little girl. She's she's a beautiful girl. She has a beautiful body. And it's kind of pubescent. But I, mean, I just kind find of it, imp -like. I don't know, to me, it just, you know, you combine that with that whole, with the whole, like, you know, you know, Fifty Shades of Grey opening this last weekend. And, and we should talk about and that. And I, I just go like, you know. I... Well, here here's the deal on this. Um, I did see a documentary on Hannah Davis. The little part there is mysterious. That little... That little patch. Oh, you mean like the, the two millimeters that aren't <laughs> uncovered? Okay. Well, Hannah Davis is, um, I, I did see a documentary on her and the shooting, which was really wonderful, and they always do a great job. Let's hand it to Sports Illustrated. But this is kind of the issue, the male issue. Right. How many shots, I mean, you've done all this bikini modeling before. How many, how many roles conservatively? I mean, they do a lot. I mean, they do a, a thousand lot. pictures. They do a lot, all depending on the lighting. I, 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 it depends. A lot, though. I mean, it depends days, if the lighting days and days worth. And then they pick and choose between. But she called her mom because her agency called her and said, "You got the cover," and she was like, "Mom." Now she didn't know what picture was chosen. So right, they never know. No, so she goes and she's mom. You're not gonna believe this, but to get the cover of Sports Illustrated magazine and being the swimsuit model is huge, big time. What did her mom say? Her mom was like, "Oh, sweetie, that's so fabulous and great," but they didn't see the picture. And then this comes out. So and then everyone has the controversy, mm -hmm. and it's like, here I am, I'm the chosen one, but then now I'm like a. See, to me, the only thing slut. that could have made this worse would be a tattoo. That would have just thrown oh. it right over the top for me. Oh, that's right. Like I can sort of put up with this, you know. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not thrilled about it. But, but uh, I have yeah. to. I have to give a shout out to my friend because I babysat this girl. Oh my if you gosh! Got, and this is Kelly Rohrbach. My what is girlfriend. she like? Twelve years old now. She is. She's probably 20, 21. You're kidding. And she made the issue on two spreads. Her name is Kelly Rohrbach. She's from Connecticut. She's, she's beautiful. Yeah, and she's young and beautiful and kind of gives that wavy, wavy California-type look. Anyway, I just thought I'd bring this in because I thought... Shauna, I think you should give us a picture, one of your old bikini modeling day pictures. You, you know what? You want to see hot, man. You see Shauna Montgomery. Oh, you know what, sweetie? I I would love to do that. My boobs were never this big, but that was but back. I you was, know when we back in our day, they weren't supposed to be that big. This is a whole new, you know. Those aren't really her boobs either. And so. if we went through this, you and I, page by page, we'd be able to tell who's fake and oh, who's yeah, not. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, for sure. And that, you know, this whole thing of Cindy Crawford untouched oh. photo going around. You know, big freaking whoops. Cindy Crawford's a babe, okay? She's gorgeous. Right. She's blessed. She's lucky. I mean, not all of us are that lucky. 
And, you know, she happens to be one of the lucky ones that doesn't need to be photo retouched. Well, the same thing with Jennifer Aniset in that movie, Kate, which I did not like the movie at all. It was, like, so dumb. But everyone's giving her a huge nod for the Oscars because they think, oh, my God, Anna, Jennifer did a, a show that Where she is, wasn't beautiful. And, and funny. Had, yeah. You know, and she did a drama role with no makeup. Well, that doesn't validate getting right, an Oscar that for does, that. That's not acting. That's costuming. Anyway, we've got a lot to talk about. And, wow. um <laughs> I'm just moving along here. I don't know if any of you ever get, but listeners out there, you've got to get on your computer and you've got to get the skim. It's called T-H-E-S-K-I-M-M. And I am so addicted to this. You pull it up on your computer. It is girls that are giving you the nudes and they're giving you like the skinny on the news yeah the shortened yeah version. and it's bits and it's clever but it's giving you you know hard cover news and it's probably about two pages you can read it in the morning those days that you skip your newspapers and it is just really great now, one of the things they said was Whitney Houston's daughter, which we all know, Christina Brown. Yeah, what happened? I forgot to follow up with that. Well, she's still unresponsive, and uh, Bobby Brown is you just... You mean they still have her hooked up to machines? Yeah. They. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding me? He's having people thinking there is going to be a miracle. And oh, that's let what she her needs. go. Let that girl go. Come on. I don't know, would you? It's your child. I don't know. I think you know if you've been submersed in underwater for any period of time over 20 minutes that your brain is basically not functioning. Yeah. I mean, if she's on life support and, you know, I think they, I mean, my understanding of the story is that they have told the family, like, it's time to, I mean, that's just, oh, God. No, I cannot imagine having to do that, but I also cannot imagine, uh, you know, and just not being realistic about it either. Just to let everyone know, the girlfriend's being because she's young and 21. Um, we're still hoping for something that may happen. So here's snaps to BK. All right, Bobby, Christina, and maybe that she'll come around. I would around. still like to know if it was like the husband who's not really the husband, or the husband if he, you know, is is he really married to her? Was this like? I guess um, Whitney Houston's estate was like $21 million. Is this really, you know, a money thing? Was there foul play? You know, apparently when the police arrived, the apartment was clean, you know, and clearly it was. it was sweeped. But I want to tell you one other thing, Shauna. You know that drugs will stay in the system, certain drugs, for up to a month. And I almost kind of wonder if we're not on this life support thing for past a month because, you know, they're wanting oh. no kind of autopsy, being able to dis detect anything that interesting uh, thought is in her body or hair. What Ugh. what rang like foul play to me is when I read in the newspaper that Bobby Brown has not really. I don't know how to say this solidified the marriage he's never felt it was a real marriage that's what and i'm now, saying is it now legal he's or not legal now he's coming out with that however she was there with the what's the guy's name nick yeah yeah nick she's there with nick at 10 o'clock in the morning now they the three people 
the other friend, Nick's friend, male right. friend, they were all out together the night before. So you know that they were partying. You know that they were drinking. You know that they were... Something. Something. So rumor has it, you know, they may have stayed out all night long. She was goes, it a sun? Oh, yeah, because it was a Sunday. Okay, so yeah, so they were out on a Saturday and night. And really, the friend found Christina. Right, right, And right. then yelled to Nick. So that whole thing is weird. I don't know, but they did come to the back to the apartment. And of course, the, hello, of course the apartment's clean. Right, right. I mean, why shouldn't it be? Just so sad. But anyway, we are on, you know, you guys, we did a great show last week that didn't get really filmed, but we were talking about the Grammys, which we all were very much into, and we thought it was a great show, and we loved having the old timers on. And this week, we're on to the Oscars. Just to tell some of the people, I just want to hear Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. They got married. They did? Yeah, on his mm -hmm. private island in the Bahamas. When? I don't know, a couple weeks ago, I think. Yeah. Oh my God! I knew that they were engaged. Yeah. It was pretty secretive. Mrs. Depp. Yeah, it was it was a deep Depp wedding. Okay, I am heartthrob for him. I know you are. But what about her? She kind of looks like his ex-wife to me. I mean, you know. But I thought Vanessa was so cool. Yeah. Well, this girl's cool too. She's just young. But you know, I think it's always kind of strange. How many times have you known in your life, like? somebody who got divorced and then they get married to somebody who like looks like they could be the sister of your ex-wife this girl looks oh. to me i mean it's just like it's one of those examples of you know people definitely have a type that they're attracted to you know yeah. same yes. thing with yes. sean penn i mean i look yes. at you know deborah wright and and i and I right look, on and it's like they they look like sisters to me oh so they are married you know what that'll be interesting to follow I mean, I think he's a real cool dude, and I had the opportunity of meeting him in Chicago on Oak Street. Of course, I was in my workout clothes, looking kind of dumpy, and I just said, Johnny. And he was in the provocative um, lingerie shop. <laughs> Provocateur? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I was kind of like, and he had security around him, and I said, can I just take a real quick shot with you? He was very sweet and very great, but I do think, um, I don't know, she looks needy to me. Oh my gosh, are we not projecting? Okay. <laughs> okay. It's just All ju right. judgmental projecting into photos. I'm, then I'm with I have to go back to the Grammys because we discussed this. I thought Taylor Swift had it totally going on. She looked young, she looked fresh. She had. Uh, I was kind of like, sit down in your freaking seat. Like she's bouncing up the entire time. I liked it during though. the show. I was I like, sit down energy. and be a, an audience member for the love of God. I would rather see her bouncing around than have Kim Kardashian in her royal getup. Kanye, stop dressing. Don't, don't try so hard. Kim. <laughs> and stop his performance too was dressing just Kim. Let's make something arty. The, the Saturday Night Live performance? No, well, I saw that as well. I'm um, talking about the Grammys right now when he walked around like the little, uh, looked like, you know, looked like a little uh, crock pot of steam coming up, whatever that was <laughs> going on there. I thought, you know, it, it's like art for art's sake. Uh, it's time to uh, take a break from your ego, my dear. Yeah, I, and you know what? I was really hoping that he would come through and not be such a, eh, eh. 
Well, the best was then to the follow-up on the 40th anniversary of SNL when he literally <gasps> is laying on the ground performing. Like, you know, how can I show even, like, that I care even less? I'll just lay on the ground and sing. All right, you are, and I thought about you so much because you, being with your son Blake in New York and just being at SNL oh and gosh, live and having great seats, only Whitney can the do best. that. But, you know, they are having, Saturday Night Live is having their 40th anniversary, and I did tune into that. And, I mean, you get Tina Fey and Amy, Amy uh, Poehler, uh, Cicely Strong, who's the girl that did uh, Casey Wilson? I don't know. It just brought and the back cheerleader. So many awesome childhood memories. You and me both. I just, I mean, with Bill Murray and you know, I, I, I just, you know, Chevy Chase and you know, it just brought back so many great, great memories for me. Okay, Sherry, oh, Terry. No, Sherry. Sherry O'Terry? Yeah. O'Terry. Yeah. I mean, was that not, I mean, the whole cheerleader skit, <laughs> so friggin' funny. I guess it was weird when I was and watching about, about Eddie Murphy. That yeah, I thought that was, that was kind of weird. And then today, um, I guess Norm MacDonald had been tweeting over the weekend that um, he like was talking to him. I guess he was supposed to play, Eddie Murphy was supposed to play Bill Cosby in the Jeopardy skit mm. um, with Will Ferrell, who's just, I mean, to me, that was the quintessential skit of the night. That was so funny. And um, Norm ended up coming out and like capping it with uh, Burt Reynolds, but it was supposed to be capped with Eddie Murphy doing Bill Cosby and he was going to do it. And then I guess at the last minute he was like, I'm not gonna kick you know, a guy when he's down. Oh, that's... So then he kind of went out there and like, he didn't really do anything. It was just kind of awkward. 37 seconds of him awkward. being awkward. Yeah, and it just was kind of sad because, you know, he could have, I don't know, I think he could have filled the time or said something or done something. Mm -hmm. And for a guy who, to me, was like, he's still, mm -hmm. to me, after the mm -hmm. original crew, is like the quint, like he can do anything and be funny. He's was, just was brilliant. Was that like on the spot moment? That he felt it, it must have been I so guess. maybe he was, was still out there and thinking I mean you got to give some merit to that because but he didn't come out there like you didn't think he was like on something or drunk no. or it wasn't yeah. anything like that it was just like he just didn't have something prepared or he, yeah, it was it like was it was uncomfortable yeah that, that's the word well I loved seeing Gilda Radner yeah, oh I still God. wear her hat that it's always something I mean, she was just so phenomenal and taken away too soon. But um, the other one I thought was really great that I totally forgot about was Jane Curtin. Oh, God, love her. Yeah. I mean, that was hysterical. I and loved when she said, you know, when I was uh, sitting behind the news desk, you know, when I showed cleavage, it looked like this. You know, <laughs> now there's an entire network, and she's referring to Fox, of blondes with cleavage, and they look like this. Now, on her Jane Curtin's picture, she's ripping open her blouse, and it's a modest kind of bra, and then they show just an average regular day at Fox News where the women, you know, their cleavage, yeah, their cleavage is way lower than hers was. I mean, hysterical. It was the best birthday party ever. It was all the legendary women of Saturday Night Live, and they were accompanied by, of course, the greatest dudes. Great. Can you imagine what that whole week of rehearsal was like? Oh, they must have laughed. And going out to dinner. I mean, yeah, that must just, have just been a week, like a week-long reunion of fun. Just with great minds, 
Yeah, I like can't that. Even, you know, and the studio is so small. I'm really hoping, you know, this is my wish for Blake. I think he has it as a writer. You know what's so weird? We were Blake and I are there and um, the floor producer like, you know, take get takes in everyone's like coming up to Blake like, "Hey, hi," you know, and and I'm like, "Hey, like what about me?" thinking to myself like, you know, and I realized like, you know, so one the one the floor producer says, you know, have you been here before? And Blake's like, no. And I'm like, you know what? Because he looks like he belongs here. And now oh, so I'm just an old well, I'm an old chaperone. No, but you know what? You planted the seed, Whitney, and I think that's really really neat because you know therefore he can say, hey, he can we'll look see. back on that experience and say that gave me my oomph to do it, or maybe it's not his world. I mean, you know what was interesting, Shauna, is that. You know how some actors will come out. You know, there's a, you know an X on the floor where your mark is, and some will come out like you know a bit early and kind of like talk to the audience. You know, it's a live show. There aren't any live shows. You know, in America, this is this That's is right. it. Um, some will you know like share with their fellow actors and you know like you know just kind of kid around and whatever. It was interesting to see which of the performers came out, did their thing, and left, like no expensive energy. Like they came out, they hit their mark, they did their thing, and they went back. And which ones came out and were like having fun with people? I mean, it was like, it was very interesting. Oh. And then Lauren Michaels is like a bobblehead. It's awesome. <laughs> like he's just got this giant head and this little body, and he's like, you know, like Napoleon walking around, you know, making sure everything's God, okay. What a gold mine he has. It's kind of like what you think it would be like, but when you see it in person, it's just kind of surreal. And let's just think, let's say, Saturday Night Live. You know, you start with Second City. Maybe you go on to Saturday Night. Maybe you're fortunate to do that. Now, the Saturday Night Live going off from there, which is huge. Are there a lot of people that leave there as comedians and really continue a career? Or did some shut it down after that? I, I don't know. It doesn't I seem mean, like Jimmy it. Fallon is one. I didn't realize that there Jimmy were Fallon only... went on. Right, but there's only 11 Will movies Ferrell. made from Saturday Night Live characters. Will Ferrell went on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Jane Curtin really did it. Amy Seth, Poehler Seth went Myers. on. Seth Myers went Chevy on. Chase, Bill Murray, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. So, I mean, it, Eddie Murphy. And in some Adam lives, Sandler. it can be a stepping stone. And in some lives, it can be that is the ultimate high. I wonder what, yeah, I wonder what the but, people that don't have these ginormous careers when they leave, I wonder what they do. But talk about having fun and having a passion for your work and your job just that reunion showed me and you have to if you haven't listeners go to glamour magazine they have an interview with a lot of the people that were on saturday night live and you know what their whole passion was and what they did and how they got there and their backstage wow, stories so it's really fun. You also do see how stressful it is yeah. because they're writing and writing and then they're, you know, they were giving pages to the cameraman, like changes like right before. Well, and you can imagine, it's like you. You were so great at improv. I mean, the stress, and but you, you do see like that they're in this crunch and it's like, a, a, it's fun. For me, I walked in there and I said, you know, like, I feel so alive right now. Like, I really like, to me, like, I just, ooh, I love it. And Blake was like, really, Mom? And I'm like, yeah. You know that feeling you have before a basketball so, game? That's how I feel. <laughs> you know what? And you are very good at improvisational theater. Well, thank you, Shauna. But they already told me they don't want any old chicks. <laughs> Honey, 
they, they, they wouldn't they've, even they've know. Got a, they've got a 47 year old and they don't want anybody older, so they cut me out. Okay. <laughs> you were <laughs> talking about this. The, the women of Saturday Night Live, I think, are far and above and beyond funnier than the men. I mean, there are a lot of really big stars that come out of the, the male realm, but the women are all of them. I mean, what woman was on that wasn't hilarious? I can't think of And one. what about Pat? Yeah. What oh about my the whole God. skit of Pat being... To this day, I don't know if Pat was a man or a woman. <laughs> I mean, it is so funny. And it was so ahead of time. Um, speaking of that whole thing about um, being man or a woman, it just kind of kind of leads me into our... Oh, Bruce. Bruce. And you know what? I have to say, and Whitney, you and I have talked about this. I'm just thinking that... He's got to come out with it publicly. I'm sure he's a happier person for this, but those that he's helping, those young kids that he's helping, it's really phenomenal. And he's not making a joke of it. Well, here's the thing. This must have really, to do something this drastic, this must have been in his heart and in his soul for his whole life, I would think. I mean, his mother is 88 years old. And she said that, you know, she was, you know, her proudest moment of him is when he won, you know, the Olympics. But this is an even prouder moment for her. She, you know, you, it must have been such suffering for him internally to do this. And, you know, I just, Unhealthy. you know, I, I can't even imagine leading a life where you're like trapped in your own skin like that, you know? Well, you know, just let's say. However, if it was my husband. And let's say, and here's the other. This is what I want to know. Did Chris Jenner have any? She had to have no had some inclination. Well, it's like, can I borrow your bra, honey? For or? some reason, I got obsessed I with this. Yeah, because I think this is such a tremendous movement in our generation. I mean, I look at myself how I feel about this, and it's kind of strange to know that a male that has been on my Wheaties box in the '70s, and you see pictures of him in the past pole vaulting and I mean this was a masculine good-looking athlete well, I don't now, know if anyone looked very masculine in those super short shorts with the but now he's going on, on to and he you know he's fathered six kids right I might have that right but um, I look at that and I think wow this is a whole new generation my kids do not think that's weird they don't find that weird. They say, Mom, he needs to be that way because when you hide a hidden secret in your body, you'll eternally get sick from it. Oh, sure. Hence, Any kind maybe of all of our people or... dying of cancer. Sure. You know, we, I, I've been brought up to hide your secrets. But in Catholic our day, girl. yeah, but back in our day, Renee Richards, don't you remember that? That was like the oh. tennis player, don't you remember? I mean, that was like shocking. Well, she was, was in like seventies, and she was like a jerk because of it. He is going to come out of this because of this documentary that they're going to come out with, looking like a credible being. He's not saying hey, yeah, and doing jokes and doing talk shows and doing. He's going to come out looking like you know this was a well thought out. And in this article that I read, because I went online, I got really obsessed. I don't know why. No, look at Chaz Bono. I mean, yeah. that girl. She was a, you know such a beautiful girl. And just to have to hide something like that, you know. So you go, just, you go back to what they say on gay and not lesbian, gay. Lesbian, transgender. I mean, if you think that's from your upbringing or you think it's genetic, who knows? And then you look at what you're saying, Whitney, about Chaz Bono. 
I mean, was that because her mother was just the idol and 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 she went? I mean, no, you don't know. I mean, know. look at Barbara Streisand's son is is gay. I mean, I I think that you know, God did not make every species to procreate. I think that there's a biological component that cannot be denied, and maybe a little dash of it is like the nature, you know, the nurture part of it, but. Nobody, I don't think, would choose to have to do these things. You know, no one would choose to do something so drastic unless it was intrinsic and really in, in their spirit and in their soul and in their head and in their body, and they just know that they're trapped in their own skin. And I, I definitely think that, um, you know, it's, it's biological. Well, it was interesting because as I was getting into this whole thing with Bruce Jenner, I was I was looking at, you know, what does it mean to transition and so on and so forth. And um, in one of the articles that I read online, they were saying the steps, you know, there there's a very methodical step that you go through. And I look at Bruce and looking back at the articles that we've read, that he's kind of gone through this. There is no psychological illness associated with being transgender but people go through how they're going to come out, how they're going to transition, how the public is going to perceive, especially a person like him that's in the public eye, how words are important, how you present this to your family, and all these, um, the people you, this is a quote, the people you are coming out to may be overwhelmed, so try to provide resources like books or blogs it's almost always harder on the people around the one transitioning. Hmm. They have to say goodbye to the former person. Hmm. Yes, they're the same person, but they do change. Well, so also it's like, like looking you, at mommy. Yeah, right, and mommy's daddy now. And yeah. mommy's a daddy. Yeah, oh, that's so tough. Or you're, you're looking, if I was talking to Bruce right now, if you were Bruce Jenner, I'm looking at you thinking you're a man, but oh my God, you're gonna be a woman sooner or later. Right, but hopefully you just pray that that per that they're happy and, and adjusted. I mean, like you said before, how many kids are living like this, you know? And why and they, does that happen? And they can't do anything with kids until, you know, they get to a certain maturation, physical, you know, biological, you know, physical level of maturation before they can give them hormones or anything like that, and it just, to be a little kid and have to live like that till you're, you know, 15 or it just, it's a transitioning is is really really tough, and I think we're going to learn a lot more about it, um, you know, in the years to come. I I, I do think so. People oh. are coming out. People that have, you know, they've gone. I mean, if you're a transgender, you've gone through the whole process. You have the boobs. You've gone and had your penis go into a uterus. I mean, well, you've gone that. I mean, through you're, you're taking, the whole change. You're hormonally changed. Mm -hmm. You're completely hormonally and, and psychologically changed. I don't know. You know, someday we may wake up and say, hey. I want to be a dude. I want to yeah. be a dude. I don't have to put any makeup on. No, thanks. I'd be an ugly man. Anyway, you know, I, I did have to say on the news, Bruce Jenner. I mean, I, I, I don't even think this is a joking matter as much as they say that Kardashians are, you know, whatever people believe that they're a joke or not. You know, they've made a successful life out of themselves. And I think this is serious for Bruce. I don't think it should be taken lightly. And I think after reading about his, his accident that he had, 
you know, he's a really caring person. That shocked him that there was another person killed. Listeners, he was um, in a car accident and uh, rear-ended. Is that right? Well, they thought maybe he was texting or there was texting involved, but somebody in a Prius. And you know how... You, you know how along Pacific Coast Highway there in Malibu, there's like all those houses and people are always trying to parallel park all the time because there's nowhere to park. And if it's not bumper to bumper, you get sometimes you get some idiot who just is like, oh, there's a parking spot. I'm going to try to parallel. I'm just yeah. going to pull into it. And that's what happened. And this Prius just like stopped. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So park and so it was a pile up, mm-hmm. you know. You know, and he's he's really really upset about this. I mean, he's come. He's got heartfelt symphony sympathies. He's you know uh, contacted the family. I mean, this is not something that's just like. And speaking of that, we go on to the Garbashians again because now Scott. Who's, oh, is that the brother? Scott Disick. No, that's... Oh, that, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's coming out with a tell-all book. He's had it. He's out of there. Oh, come on. That seems so disingenuous. And you know what? He's the father of three children, right? Yeah. And, you know, two or two children, children whatever. I, I just think, come on. That's so obvious. But you know what? The funny part of it is, is it Courtney? Yeah. Yeah. Courtney's always, and you know... My sister, I'm so glad she's not here because I can say this. My <laughs> sister is always saying, oh, but she's the only sane one. I always thought she was like the nagger, <laughs> always nagging him, always telling him, you know, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that, you should be like this. Who likes to live around of you shoulds, you know? Well, I definitely think she has, you know, if, if and, and and clearly said, we're not what? looking at three-dimensional characters here. We're just looking at them in the one-dimensional realm. That's right. But she definitely comes off as being the you know one who likes to pick up the birds with the broken wings, mm-hmm. you know. And yeah, I'm I'm the Almighty and I'm the Great Mother, and so now he has said, you know what? I'm I'm tired of looking like the underdog. I'm tired of looking like the big flaming alcoholic. I'm tired <laughs> Even of though everyone. I am. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tired of doing this. And he said, I'm kind of over it. And yes, he likes the finer things, um, but he, guess what? He's best friends with Kim and Kanye. Oh, really? Because they got the power. They well, got the power. I don't know, for now, I guess, sadly. And then I've got to stay up with this because now Kendall, who I really, really like. I don't she's know the teenager? Seen. Yeah, and she's She done. just had a bunch of plastic surgery. She doesn't even, now she looks like a mini version of Kim. No, but she did. No, I don't think yeah. she's had too much. Yeah, she's what had mean, too much. Would you let your teenage daughter do that? Of course she not. Would, well, I, I think she's been advised by you know she's got a six-page page spread. Right. In if you Vogue. want to have a great career, you have plastic surgery. Well, no, no, I don't like that message at all. But you know, I don't know. What she have? Her nose and her, her lips. Nose. I, it looked. I don't know. Maybe a little chin thing. Anyway, she's best friends with the new rage, the new model rage of Hadid, and they're all doing a big thing about... And they're all in South Beach right now, freezing their butts off because it's 35 degrees. Yeah, what happened? They got so weird. What is going on with the world? It's called the Siberian Express. The Siberian Express. Sure, because I leave for Florida on Friday. Of course. every time I get in... I call my friends and they're like, oh my God, it's so great. It's 80 degrees. And then I get there and I turn on the news and they say, cold front coming in. Here comes Shauna. Yeah, and I'm here for three days with a cold front. But I don't care. I really like the cold. It doesn't bother me. Weather is a non-issue to me. 
so who cares but speaking of weather what do you do when it's really really cold you go out and Starbucks is my hero Oh, see, I, I have to deal with the weather, like shoveling and making sure pipes don't burst. Those are choices you make in life, darling, yes, as my they sister are. would say. They are choices. Those are your choices. I hate having to still make them. <laughs> I, I hate having to do it. And the thing that I hate the most on my hate rant is that I hate feeling trapped inside. Yeah, but why yeah. are you trapped? Just because it's cold outside? The sun was out today. In 40 minus weather, I am not, you know, so what, you all throw, psyched yeah, to be walking outside. And, you know, this is, uh, I'm sorry, PETA, my dear friends that are with the PETA movement, you need a fur when you're in Chicago. Yes, or any of these cold places. And but I don't you care. know what? It's scary. Actually, I mean, that's how I met you. You were a beaver. And you said, Shauna, you know what? I'm not a beaver. I, I am not. I am not a beaver. You know that's funny. This is the second beaver story today. I was at a board of trustees meeting for uh, the theater school, and uh, the vice president of uh, Youth Theater America was telling us about the very first play, children's play, which was the Revolutionary Beaver. Okay. So yeah, beaver topic. Second top. Second time for the beaver today. Well, you were at Chicago City Day School in the city of Chicago, and you had a beaver coat on, which you were auctioning it off, and you had a sign in your hands oh, that right. said, "I am not a beaver," and I fell in love with you at that choice. <laughs> that's right. Because I thought that is perfect. This, I think it said, "This is not my beaver." Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, you have to oh, go back. Oh, back in the young days. I have to go back. You know, you, you put a fur on, and you, you get a Starbucks, and Howard Schultz. <laughs> you be, can go anywhere. Yeah. And you're, 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 you're set up, man. You're it's empowered. Like a, it's right. your secret weapon. <laughs> that caffeine. Your, your chai, green, mate, whatever <laughs> yeah. you drink. Yeah. So what if you, you walk out a few pounds heavier? Who cares? It's like having a baby's you're bottle just in the morning. Right. Anyway, Howard Schultz, the big CEO of Starbucks, I mean, he's really got it going on. He is now, I mean, he's training over, which I just read, and I've just been reading like crazy in Time Magazine, that um, the Schultz Family Foundation, Howard Schultz, the CEO of Starbucks, has trained nearly 700 disadvantaged workers for jobs in retail and customer service at his Starbucks stores. He also gives, oh, where else is there to work? Well, he also gives every person that's a manager in his store, your corner store, prime location, manager, 10% of the business that happens on that store. Oh, that's smart. That's huge. Because that's keeping, I mean, it's big. And, and it's, health it's insurance, smart. which is very important. And uh, what else has he done that's really good? Oh, change is brewing. Um, they're scaling up. They've got reserve locations, which will serve. Anyway, they've got more. And then they're scaling down. Starbucks will expand its quick turn business in locations like coffee trucks. And I saw it down in the loop. I saw a little uh, outpost of a Starbucks. I personally am not a Starbucks fan. Um, don't like the coffee. Don't appreciate the concept. Oh, love it. Uh, live for it. And uh, yeah. I live for that weirdo little coffee shop with like the person who's really into the coffee and Intelligence. And I love that. Oh, yeah, I, I like that. That's so you. <laughs> you know, make little designs out of the foam on top of the. Yeah, I love all of that. Um, but there's like a little kiosk that's just like to go, like things like that people grab 
the most, uh, you know, like oatmeal in the morning, whatever. And it was just like a teeny tiny little like newspaper stand kind of size, like back in the day. And I thought, oh, well, that's an interesting and I, you know, interesting. Yeah, I'm digging all the truck. I'm digging the truck, whether it's food, retail, yeah, except that you can't, town. you can't stop Whitney, them anywhere. You, but you and I came up with That's this true. idea. We did think of this a long time ago. We can, like seven is, years ago. But you can't stop them anywhere because if you're within, like it depends on what city no. you're in. If you're within 200 feet of a restaurant and you're a food truck, you can't stop. Now no. think about it. Where Here, are you going to stop? Forget yeah. the food. Here's what our idea was is to do the pop-up in the van retail store yeah whatever we're selling that day yeah and you sample can, sales and with social media the way it is today you can basically pop that puppy up at you know let's say university somewhere if you're selling whatever and sell right there out of your truck yep then the next day you could do the opening of some theater i mean it, it's yeah. just it's just so like I, I any just, kind of concept. I like that it wants because it's it, it's it's ever changing scenery, and you get to know all different kinds of businesses. Yeah, yeah. And you can change your truck up as much as you want. You're not stuck in stickers. A yeah. <laughs> God, I love stickers. You do love stickers. I mean, there's Gucci tape. I like it all. You know, speaking of fashion, I, I'm just so into what's happening now because they're getting back. You know, sporty Shauna. I yes. love sports. And we're getting back into this whole sport movement. Well, it is about time because I am so sick of seeing women wearing Lululemon and Nike. Oh, and I'm you know not. what? I am sick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... You Jeff know, doesn't. He likes it. I love that. It, but I also like today getting dressed for this meeting I had. Like, it's. A, I hate having, like, ugh, it's so uncomfortable to put a skirt on and pantyhose and ugh. Well, how'd your meeting go? Oh, it was great. But I, I think that this whole new wave of modern dressing where you're comfortable and you can move. Yes. And it's simple in design and color. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. I hope that there'll be lots and lots more of it. You know, I can't stand not feeling comfortable. And I also like staying with the fashion industry that they are tapping on the world's chicest women and what they walk in. And it's in exactly what you just said. These women are, they're out of the uniform dressing. They want to be comfortable. They want to show their own strides and I think the whole shoe industry is going to be giantly different thanks to baby boomers. I think this whole kind of super high heel thing is going to be way over. I had on four different pairs of boots today before I walked out. Can because, you, you know, something? your feet hurt. And I've you know made, who needs it? I've made more money off of sh selling my shoes. Yeah. Because I cannot do it. You can't. I can't do it with that high heel and the vamp down to the floor. It's I can do it with the high heel and, and the platform. And the platform. I'm fine with that. And it does add I'm some not, height. I, I, no. Know, it, hey, I think having height on a woman is great. But you cannot really walk like that. You cannot really do anything like that. You know, it's like, you know, it's like being, it's like being in prison to me. I don't know. I just I know it's not the sexiest, but I don't even care anymore. You know what? I'm kind of over. Oh, speaking of, let's go back to what you started to say. Chanel just came out with a giant huge a big line of gym shoes for women over 50. 
Great, and they're great. You know what's funny? I had a girlfriend of mine that turned 50 today, actually your sister-in-law. Oh, right. Or 52, right. whatever. Um, and there was an interesting comment made that I kind of reviewed how I felt in my 20s. 20s was having fun and doing whatever. 30s was, you know, everybody liked me. 40s, getting to know yourself. And 50s, it's almost to the point where you just, you can say what you want to say. You kind of have a definition. You definitely have an opinion. Yeah. And you wear to express yourself. And you know, in our, I mean, Whitney, you're like this so much, like I am, in, in the respect that if you wake up and you just want to be in your bathrobe, that's what you're going to wear. Or if you wake up feeling really fashionable, that's what you're going to throw on, or fun, or punky, or I think it's definitely sporty. a freedom. There's a, de there's a definite freedom that comes with it. Um, I mean, for me, 50 was really hard, only because I saw that, you know, like, the potential of having really great healthy years on the planet it just made me realize like I have so much I want to do but on the other on the, that's the glass half full but on the glass I mean glass half empty and the glass half full side I definitely made me go like fuck it man I don't even care what you know, that's right like, you really, I don't care anymore you really you got into Whitney yeah and I felt the same way. I felt it was empowering. I felt like not hey, in a I bad don't need, way. But I don't just need to in prove. A way that it's like right. I don't need to prove anything anymore. Yeah, and you and you know, the more you express yourself, the more interesting you really are. You know, I've done my I mean, that's I've done my charity you. work. I've done my you know. What You're I mean? creative as hell. Um, well, so are you, baby. I know, and I've done my cre uh, you know charity work. I you mean, know, that's it's like it's time to get back to yourself. It's your rite of passage. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And doing all that. So, you know, here, here to all the sports that are, I mean, the sporty look that's coming back. And um, I wonder where we can buy some of that stuff. Maybe your pot shop that we we're talking about. Well, I'm telling you, <laughs> I, I got to get that, that Leafly app up there because I had no idea that pot wasn't what pot was, you know, 30 years ago. I didn't realize that it was Come so. Come on, let's get some and have so some fun. So refined and, you know. It's like wine. It's totally like wine. Yeah. And so, and like, and addressed towards whatever issue you may have, whether it's arthritis or, you know, social disorder or stress or panic disorder or, you know, whatever, you know, I, I didn't realize that this was all going on. It's amazing. Amazing. The other media that I watched, you're listening to the girlfriends on webtalkradio.net and our website, the-girlfriends.com. And I know you've been on there. Oh, Whitney's been working and working and working two solid weeks. You know, you're such a great writer. Your gift is in your words. It really, really is. Really, not that I speak them very well, but I do like to write. I, I definitely write better than I speak, that's for sure. Um, I don't know if any of the listeners caught this, and Jeff, you might, and Whitney, I know I, I text you on the tail end of it, but the Stevie Wonder special was truly, truly wonderful. Um, they had everybody there from John Legend to Lady Gaga, Beyonce, of course, Jay-Z. And, you know, everyone looked cash. It was so different from all the award shows. They looked cash like they were in the house having fun. You had Jennifer Hudson, a lot of black. Um, Paul, <laughs> Jamie Foxx, <laughs> Tyler Perry. You know, you had Tony A lot Bennett, of black. Then you had Beth. And then... Sorry. It was not a lot of black. Beck is the That's opposite. right. Beck is the opposite. And uh, Wait, Beck Tony Bennett, there? too. Beck was there. Love it. And... Oh, Tony Tony they were just Italian. They were just giving us really great songs. 
and they were doing like really great things. And, Wait, you know, so they, were they all? Um, no, it was Stevie all Stevie Wonder songs. Yes. Oh, it must have been great. And you know, what happy birthday to ya. I wonder if they did happy like birthday. a um, superstition. Would that have been great? Isn't she lovely? Oh. I mean, I just called to say. I love you. And so all these different artists did all these songs in tribute to him. Then. They did in tribute, which leads me to believe there might be a little hidden secret behind Stevie Wonder that the public doesn't know about. Well, uh, he's we got to be 100 years old. Well, we know he's blind, but maybe there's some... <laughs> no. <laughs> but maybe there's some dementia happening or some Parkinson. I don't because know. he didn't sing any of his songs. He didn't? He's had some voice problems. Oh, no, he's not uh, not been in the best of health. But what was this for? It was a Stevie Wonder special. Tribute special. Yeah, tribute special. It was on Monday night um, here in Chicago. And, you know, get up on your feet. He did all of the greats. And all of the great singers really tried to. But the interesting thing was he came on at the end. And, you know, he's a real worldly type person. And, he, you know, he just wanted to... Inspire this world, all cultures of the world and of the planet. He was really asking everyone to come together and let's fool the world by loving. You know, be kind and love is the key. He basically ended with love is the key. And I thought to myself, you know, God, that's so right on. We get you know people burning people in cages. Well, yeah, I mean it's and not religions that that hurt our world. It's people. It's people. And speaking of the religion, you know what I just thought of? This is really sick. Cause I've been listening to so much radio, and I listened to this last terrorist attack. Oh God! Of all these people being beheaded at the same time on the shores of Syria mm -hmm. and Christians, and I thought to myself. I really hate to blame the Islamic culture because I don't think it's them. I think this, I could be totally way out there. Normally I am. I think it's a cult in Islamic clothing. Well, it's definitely I think this is a devil I think taken is, to a very zealot because there's you know, nothing yeah. in the Quran, nothing that resembles any of this. It's like this cult wants to be disguised it's the devil working on earth yeah. and making all of this happen. It's so disturbing. It's just, it's a mind blower. So. Yeah, what do you, how do you follow that, honey? Where do you well, go from there? Well, when Stevie got on air, he kind of, you know, didn't have to go into it like I just did, but he just went into it as a superficial cover and just said, hey, let's just do this. Like let's focus everyone. on love, yeah. It's just so crazy. Anyway, we're coming up to the um, the Olympic Oscars. Our, our our Olympics, the girlfriends Olympics, the girlfriends Super Bowl. Oh, we're the not going to be together. It's going to kill me not to be with you. Kill me. Kill well, me. Give me your hand right now. It's going to kill, gonna kill me. me. Kill me too. Because nothing more than the girlfriends love to do than dissect, compare, contrast. I will do everything. Con. Yeah. I will. <laughs> I will. It's the seas. <laughs> I will be texting you. I know. I'll be in Florida. You'll be in Chicago, and hopefully the sister comes home from India. But too much great pictures. Too much best actor. I haven't got around to see um, 
uh, still Alice, which I hear is just a gut wrencher. But I've seen just about everything else, and um, there's a lot of really, really fabulous. I still want to know: Do you think that Michael Keaton killed himself at the end of Birdman? I've <gasps> seen Birdman. Oh my gosh! Come on! Oh, Jeff! Jeff, get on it! Uh, I'm the worst at getting. Get seen. on right. it! Really interesting. I had a very interesting day, a lunch with Shadow Stevens. Now, do you guys remember Shadow Stevens? I don't. Okay. I'm surprised you don't because he just now has taken over for Casey Kasem. Right. Doing America's God, Top 40. How old is he? Casey Kasem? Shadow Stevens oh. has to be. No, Casey well, Kasem is okay. dead. Right. He played in Hollywood Squares. Okay, yeah, right, right, right. And I remember when he said, well, I had lunch with him the other day because Beverly uh, Stevens is a African-American model that I modeled with in the 70s. And we have always exchanged birthday cards. I mean, excuse me, Christmas cards. And all of a sudden, I get this message saying Beverly is in town. I mean, I have not seen this girl for maybe 30 years. And she said, I'm here, you know, blah, blah, blah. And my daughter took the message and she's like, Mom, you've got to call Beverly back. I had the greatest conversation with her. She's just so divine. And you know what? You've got to call her because she wants to blah, blah, blah. So I called her back and I said, you know, let's do lunch. And then all of a sudden I realized maybe Shadow's there. Shadow was here doing the loop. I love it. And doing guest series um, on the loop for, and he was, you know, saying it was really great because I was, you know, somebody was on vacation. He was doing, he just does a phenomenal job. He's got an amazing voice. And he has done, they did Second City Actors that came over to do all this improvisational work with him when he's on the air. So it would be like us, Jeff, just sitting at this table and he's leading the show and it's a four hour show. And I told him about our podcast and he was like, oh my God, I said, I can imagine four speaking hours for four hours. But you have music, oh, you, okay. you have the okay. music in between. And he's got, and he said, sometimes things, these guys are so clever and so witty that things just go totally off. And he's kind of an off the sense of humor. I mean, he's like Scott MacArthur, my nephew. So you, you know what that's like in listeners. It's just, it's like Birdman right. kind of humor. Right. It's out there. Right and cutting edge. And, and I did ask him intelligent. the question of what did you think? He thought Birdman was brilliant. Yeah. He said it was so great. Now Howard Stern beat Birdman to the ground. <gasps> really? Oh, he thought this is an asinine movie. It's totally ridiculous. I was so mad that I spent the money. Oh. It's this is if this is what movies are going to be about because it was kind of off. Well, yeah. But if you are into it, you realized all the emotions he was going through. Yeah. Well, I like just the whole kind of you know play within a play within a movie within. A, right. I just love that layering of it. So I said to Shadow, I said Shadow at the end of the movie when Emma Stone is standing by the window. And she's looking down, and then she's looking up, and she has this whimsical kind of look in her eye with kind of a happy look. What happened there? Yeah, what happened? And he said, I thought I loved that moment so much because that was the observe. It was out there. You didn't really you no know. Idea. So we're not really spoiling anything. Well, we kind of have, no. but. No, not really. We haven't seen the movie too bad. Yeah. 
Not, but not really. you still won't be able to figure like it out. Like my sister took it very spiritually and she said, you know, he was soaring. His soul was soaring and it's, it's, I took right. it like he became really the bird man. That's how dumb I am. <laughs> no, I took it like what happened to him? Like, where'd he go? <laughs> oh, you took it literally. Yeah, like, where'd he go? <laughs> One minute, you know, he's taking advantage of He looks like he's got a bird mask on. So... He has become bird man. He literally looks like bird man. But that's so he not like He takes the bandages you. off and his nose looked like a bird beak. <sighs> that's you know? why I thought he became bird man. So, I'm, yeah, I get that. And But then I thought, where'd he go? Yeah, but you are so, through all your American Airlines, you are like so analytical and practical and methodical. And I thought, thinking. where did he go? Where did he go? I didn't, you know, we didn't, I mean, like, we didn't see him. I mean, yeah, well, I guess we did see him get up to, yeah, okay, well, I, I don't know. All right, here's, here's the gig on Michael Keaton. Yes, he's older. Yes, was his performance phenomenal? Absolutely. Now, he's up against... Benedict Cumberbatch, who was so good in um, the Imitation Game. And he's also up against Eddie Redmayne, who was phenomenal and very, very in the theory of everything. Mm -hmm. Unfortunate that they all are at the same time. Well, Michael Keaton's going to win, so it is what it is. You know what? I'm beginning to think... I'm beginning to think... Redmond will win. I saw the Kingsman this, this last weekend, and oh, you uh, did? it's a it's a fun. It's a fun. It's got great clothes. If you're into men's clothes, it's amazing, amazing. I, I mean, love it's men's just clothes. all bespoke tailoring, beautiful, great English accessories. Oh, it's just magnificent. Did you see it at a theater? Yes, or? I did. Yeah, yeah. What'd you do this weekend? Hockey tournament. What oh, else? God, you're such a hot... Oh, <laughs> by the way... Very I just exciting. Wanna, listeners, please, come in if you want to the-girlfriends.com. Ask Miss Whitney or Miss Shauna questions about entertaining. She just pulled off a oh, phenomenal so hockey dinner with hockey moms, and she sent me pictures, and I was like, oh, my God. I want to be there. It was I want to fun. sit at that table. I want to eat that food. You know how when you have eight to ten people, it's like the perfect amount of people to spoil. Yeah. You know, and these hockey moms, you know, we're always wearing black and yellow because those are the team colors. We're always freezing our butts off. We're always in the pitch black at some freezing rink with bad food and bad, you know, when we go away, we stay in these really bad places. And I thought, you know what? I just want to pamper these ladies and give them, like, a night of, like... It looked like a really great group of luxury. Women. And you know what? It you looked like just, you were all from different yeah, lives, and everybody's which different, is so fun. And it just, you know, I've spent so much time with these women. And uh, it's a great group of women. But I just really... I don't think any of us had ever seen each other with makeup on. I don't think oh, any of us riot. had ever seen each other. It was like it was like when you everyone see someone, looked like they dressed. Yeah, when you see someone in a bathing suit that you like the first time, you're like, oh, I didn't recognize you. You know what I mean? It's like we've never seen each other dressed up. So, <laughs> I mean, it was it was fun. It was How really late did fun. everyone stay? Uh, like twelve thirty. Oh, always at your house. Yeah, always. It was, but it was really, really okay. I'm nice. waiting for my invitation. You have an open invitation anytime. You're never here when I, you know, I'm not here when you're here and you're not here when I'm here. But 
We have to plan something for sure. I can't believe we're not having Oscars together. Oh, it's gonna be. It's gonna oh. be. I'm with my husband. And then knows. spring break is coming up, so I don't know. It's got to be before spring break. Spring break, and listeners, send a prayer up for me, Shauna, because we are waiting on college acceptance right now. Every day I go to the mailbox, I'm like, okay, is there one? And I, I, all my friends are texting me, oh, so-and-so got into Bates. Oh, so-and-so got into Wake Forest. Oh, this so-and-so is going to UCLA. And I'm like, we haven't heard nada, yeah, nothing. I wish all these people would just shut their traps because you know what? It It's already a super stressful time. And when you think like everybody else's kid is doing getting something better than your kid is, it's awful. I just, I just, I'm sorry. I, I really have to say to those moms that homeschool, God bless you, because I think to do TED Talks, and I talked to you about this, and I was I damn TED, serious. I love TED Talks. You know, do a $10,000 investment on and getting. Well, that's what it costs to be a member. Right. Yeah. And you listen to that. It prepares you so much. I mean, I'm looking at my daughter. She's going to be doing trigonometry. What the hell is she? Oh, I gave that up for Lent. But what uh -oh. what the heck <laughs> is she going to be doing with trigonometry? I don't know. I mean, so, hey, anyway. I don't know. But I'll tell you, it's, um, you know, it just this whole, like, uh, I'm going to bring this book in next week. It's called Excellent Sheep. It's about this very topic, so we'll talk about it next oh, week. Oh, that's the one you gave my husband. Excellent Sheep. And also, um, there's an article that just came out. I posted it on Facebook um, about, from this <gasps> gal that used Loved. to be that yeah and it's very similar you, you know, should put kinda, that on the website yeah, that would be helpful mm -hmm. similar thinking it's just the whole fact that you know what all of our kids are smart they're all good kids you know because you go you know for it the title of the article is forget about harvard okay mm -hmm. you're not you're not less than the kid next door because you didn't go to harvard or stanford or wherever i mean it just it's an excellent article and I, i'll put it up and they have a girl that does a short videotape and she is speaking of like what kids go through. Here's the standard is on junior year, you take two AP courses, which are advanced courses for those of you that don't know this. And your senior year, you take two AP courses. That gives you four advanced courses. She's saying, who wrote the book on you take seven AP courses your junior year, and then you're 17. in seven AP courses your senior year, plus you want to be in sports, plus you want to do community service, so you can be well plus you have to do community uh, school activities. Right. There's not enough time. And you know what? WTF. And none I mean, of these kids can wipe their own ass, so... That's right. Just, Where are the pickles? Right, exactly. Anyway, so I just want to say Whitney and I are here. We're awaiting our girlfriend, Shelly, coming back from India, who will give us the spiritual light, and I'm sure tell us. I can't wait for my mantra. Yeah, the mantra is <laughs> going to be great. And we wish all of you just joy and happiness and carry on, be strong, and um, bring light into everyone's life that you meet. Bye. Bye.